Dissonance Media and the Other Stories presents Step into the abyss of After the Gloaming, a gothic fiction podcast that delves into the depths of human emotion. Unyielding love, revenge, internal struggles, and restless souls await you in nine haunting episodes where dread, fear, and rare glimpses of eerie happiness linger. Dare to listen on your favourite podcatcher? After the gloaming beckons, search now, but beware, innocence will be left behind. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. These aren't the stories your mother told you. No, these are the other stories. <laughs> Dinah Numeric, written by Daniel Wilcox, narrated by Joanna Coulton. Dinah Numeric, a small downtown restaurant in London's Camden Town, had just received the news that it had made the list again. A sweaty-faced delivery boy ran through the back doors, weaved through the steaming kitchen and darted up the stairwell to the cramped manager's office, hidden away on the top floor. You're kidding me! Davina Patel, the restaurant manager, laughed with a grin as the boy handed the tablet over and pointed at the headline. London's top ten dining hotspots. That makes it three years in a row, the boy beamed, flattening his hair and hugging his mother. I'm so proud of you. Thanks, Dan. Who knew that the digital age would be the time we take London by the balls and live the high life? (laughs) Dan laughed, wiped a tear from the corner of his gleeful eye and left his mother to peruse the article. He ran back downstairs, already wary that he had spent valuable minutes with his mother instead of keeping up with the backlog of deliveries. Top of the bill, but she still won't get the extra staff, he mumbled with a wry smile, strapping his helmet, loading his bag, and heading out into the busy streets. As he emerged from the empty alley, a lady in her 60s stepped out, 
forcing him to swerve sharply and ring his bell. Asshole, he thought, but his well-composed mouth simply said, Excuse me. The woman, Yvonne Statler, shook her head and removed her hand which had automatically gone to her chest in fright. Bloody kids, she tutted. There are some who say they're our future, a voice said from the doorway to her right. Doesn't give them the license to run people down, Yvonne said as the bell above the door to Dining Numeric rang to alert the maitre d' of their arrival. She clutched the man's hand, Jasper Statler, her husband of near 40 years. Could have killed us both. (laughs) (laughs) They both laughed then, Yvonne's a tinkle of bells, Jasper's a static-like croak. Good to see you, Jasper. Good to see you, Yvonne. The maitre d' was courteous and friendly, leading Yvonne and Jasper to their table for two, as had been booked months before. They were soon sat scrolling across the digital panel which appeared on their table, scouring the list of high-priced sophisticated entrees and mains, complete with rotating imagery and nutritional advice. The restaurant itself was alive with a buzzing of friendly chatter. Waiters skated by on the tiny wheels which lined the bottom of their shoes, expertly guiding themselves through the aisles of tables without so much as a single drop of drink or a tiny crumb of food falling from their trays. Yvonne admired how real they looked, the level of effort that Miss Patel had gone through to create an authentic programme dining experience. She remembered how, years ago it seemed, this very restaurant had been no more than a kebab shop which she and Jasper had taken full advantage of the first few weeks of their dating life. She thought back to the flashing lights, the drunken, foggy haze, dancing next to the DJ booth. And now, this. Even the fish in the large tank to her left boasted the no expense spared attitude which fueled the place. If only their takeaway prices were half as reasonable, she thought, a smile playing on her face. Something funny, dear? Oh, just thinking. Jasper leaned across the table and clutched her hand, his forearm covering the sensor, causing the menu panels to blink off. What are you thinking about? Yvonne stared into his eyes, the perfect blues reminding her of a Corfu sky, gulls circling overhead, sun lounges, fried meat. Oh, just us, I guess. All the little things. Can you believe what this place has become? That we'd end up here almost half a century after we met? I just can't believe how much life has changed, you know? Jasper nodded, that slanted grin creeping onto his face. I'm glad I got to spend it with you. He placed a glass under the table. A second later, a mechanism whirred, and he produced a glass of deep red wine. Another glass came a moment later, which he handed to Yvonne. To us. To us, Yvonne said, her throat catching as her eyes shimmered with tears. She looked at his face, taking it in, seeing the man who had been the central pillar of her life for as far back as she cared to remember. He had been handsome, gorgeous even. On the night she had been introduced, after a crazy few rounds of tequila and sambuca, 
She had been swept away by him, struggling to believe that he was choosing to dance with her, to make her feel like a princess amongst all the other girls in short-cut dresses and six-inch heels. He had aged well to a point. The wrinkles came as they always knew they would. His hair had faded to grey gently, looking more and more like Sean Connery as James Bond each day, with little sight of a receding hairline. Neither could really believe that, up until just a few years ago, all of his teeth were perfect and his body was a fully functioning machine. But then came the accident. Then came the stroke. They had done their best on Jasper, the surgeons at the Royal London Hospital, doing everything they could to fix him. Rounds of plastic surgery and skin grafts, and they had done a pretty good job. Looking at him now, she could only see the faint slither of a scar around his eyes, a small track of skin looking more like a miniature mudslip where his eye had fallen down his face. His mouth was close enough to straight that Yvonne hardly noticed it anymore. The same way she hardly noticed the hairline scar that haloed his head. Dinner was pleasant. Yvonne opted for mussels on a bed of drizzled salad. Jasper opted for steak. Yvonne ate hers quickly, relishing the salty taste of the mussels as they slipped down her throat, occasionally throwing a glance across the table to see Jasper idly prodding his steak with his fork, not taking his eyes off his wife. You'll spoil it if you don't hurry up. I'm not hungry, he said absent-handedly. I could just stare at you all night. Yvonne felt herself blushing. Oh, Jasper, you always knew the right thing to say, didn't you? It just comes easily. It's hardwired inside me to love you, Yvonne. Nothing else matters but being here, right now, in this moment with you. Happy anniversary. The final anniversary, she thought solemnly. A voice. Well, if that doesn't make you sick. Yvonne spun around to see a smiling woman leaning on the back of her chair. Miss Patel, how lovely to see you. Oh, please, Davina is good enough for one of my top clients. How are you doing, Miss Statler? It's Mrs. Statler, Yvonne said, flashing her ring. Across the table, Jasper smiled goofily. For a moment, Davina's expression was one of pity, but she quickly masked it and plastered on her customary smile. My apologies. How are we finding the dining experience? Wonderful. I couldn't ask for anything more. And you, Mr. Statler? Jasper raised his glass, his shaky hand spilling large drops of crimson onto the white dining cloth. I'll get someone to clean that up, Davina said, placing a hand on Yvonne's shoulder to stop her getting up to help. Don't you worry. Thanks. Davina nodded and turned to leave. Davina? Yvonne called, stopping her in her tracks. You've really done some great work here. Thank you. By the time dessert came, the light outside had all but faded. Dinah Numeric was cast in a candlelit glow, looking like something out of a romantic film from years ago. Chatter died down as more and more tables emptied. The guests satted from their food. The waiters wheeled around gathering cutlery and spraying tables from hidden compartments in their mechanical arms. Occasionally, Miss Patel could be seen wandering around, conversing with a customer or leading the hosts to the back rooms. Yvonne tucked into her Sunday, 
unsurprised that Jasper hadn't attempted to share the giant affair with her. Sauce drizzled down the side of the glass, and he laughed as Yvonne fought an endless fight to hold back the mess and eat the damn thing at the same time. You remember that ice cream place near your mother's? The one round the back of the station, under the blue and white striped awning, Yvonne said, licking her lips and taking another scoop. Ricket? Cricket! I love that place. Is it still there? Jasper asked. Yvonne paused, thinking. Next to them, a waiter rolled along, clicked a button on the fish tank and watched as the water began to drain. The fish all froze at once and floated to the bottom of the pool where the waiter was already pulling wires from a panel beneath and plugging them in individually to charge. I think so. I haven't been that way lately, to be honest. After Mum died and... After you... She paused, a pained look on her face. After Mum died, I didn't see any point in going back there. Jasper nodded. Yvonne took another scoop of the liquidy remnants at the bottom of her glass. The sauce and chunks of sweets had congealed into an overpoweringly sugary mess which hurt her teeth. She placed the spoon down and clutched her stomach. Limey, I won't have to eat for another week. She looked up to see Jasper still nodding. Slow, rhythmic. His eyes were glazed and his hand shook in his lap. Jasper? A loud whirring sound started, as though a motor was running on full capacity. Jasper's shakes began to grow. First his hands to his arms, then his arms to his shoulders. A second later, he looked like the axe-chopping fat boy from a butcher shop window, played on double speed. His hand flew forward and knocked his glass of wine onto the floor. The carpet saved the smash, but the wine soaked in, looking like someone had sliced open the belly of a piglet and left it for the butler to clean up. Jasper! The shaking, spasming form of Jasper turned to look at Yvonne. Tears were now streaming down her eyes as she looked into the blank stare of her husband, empty of everything. Personality, feeling, love. Hold on, hold on, came Davina's voice as she navigated through the tidy tables, casting a quick look across the restaurant to see that Yvonne and Jasper were the last remaining customers, here. She jumped behind Jasper and placed a hand on his head to steady him. You might want to look away for this. But Yvonne found that she couldn't. The next thing she knew, Davina was peeling back Jasper's scalp, a wet sound of sodden tissue against a tiled floor as the skin easily folded, revealing an intricate panel of wires and chips. A second later, she tapped a button and Jasper froze in his tracks. There, she said, huffing gently. Davina reached across to the compartment by the fish tank and extracted a large wire with a three-prong cable, which she plugged into the top of Jasper's head. A thousand apologies, Mrs. Statler. It's not often that the hosts run for this long. You've really tired old Jasper out. Yvonne tried smiling, but couldn't quite bring herself to it the shaking vision of Jasper throwing her back to the hospital ward when Jasper had first passed. Had they told her then that it would be this painful to let go? When they attacked her in grief and asked her to sign the papers that would immortalise Jasper for commercial licence, where he would spend his days as a digital mannequin for her own selfish desires, skin and all. 
I'll tell you what, Davina said, helping Yvonne to her feet. How about you come back any time you want, and the next one is on me. Yvonne threw her coat over her shoulders and dabbed her eyes with a tissue. That'd be nice. She cast a longing look back at Jasper. You know, it's been 40 years today. Davina nodded, passed her along a golden voucher with her signature on, and escorted Yvonne into the cold night air. She waved goodbye and returned to Jasper, sitting across from him where Yvonne had been only minutes before. It would be just 30 minutes later when Davina Patel would receive the call, informing her that her largest investor, Yvonne Statler, had been found dead, dangling from her ceiling fan. I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Other Stories. Diana and Marie was written by Daniel Wilcox, narrated by Joanna Coulton, edited by Carl Hughes, and music by Monarch E and Tom Robson. If you're a fan of the show and you want to support the creators and help keep the lights on, then why not become a patron over at patreon.com forward slash hawk and cleaver. There you can support the show from as little as a dollar a month, that's less than the price of a cup of coffee or a pint of beer, and you'll get special ad-free early access episodes, Q&As with the creators, and even a special bonus episode produced just for the patrons. That's patreon.com forward slash hawk and cleaver. Until next time. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.